Now we have understood what ethics means in an organization and how it may be implemented. However, what are the obstacles to successfully implementing cultural values? Implementing a desired culture in organizations can be challenging due to various obstacles and barriers. Some of the common obstacles to implementing culture in organizations include Employees and leadership may resist changes to the existing culture, particularly if they have been accustomed to a different set of norms and values. People may be resistant to new behaviors, processes, or values. If senior leaders and executives do not align with the desired culture or fail to model the desired behaviors, it can undermine efforts to establish the culture. Leadership plays a pivotal role in culture development. Existing cultures can have strong inertia, making it difficult to shift established norms and behaviors. Change can be slow, especially in long-standing organizations with deeply ingrained cultures. A lack of clarity in defining the desired culture can be a significant hurdle. If employees don't understand what the culture change means or what specific behaviors are expected, they may struggle to adapt. These are just some examples of resistance to change. Overcoming these obstacles requires a well-planned and holistic approach to cultural change. It involves clear communication, strong leadership commitment, employee involvement, continuous assessment, and the flexibility to adapt the change strategy as needed. Successful culture change often takes time and persistence. Nudging can be a helpful strategy in addressing some of the obstacles to implementing culture in organizations. Nudging involves making subtle, non-coercive changes in the organization's environment or processes to encourage desired behaviors or choices. Here's how nudging can assist in overcoming the obstacles. So now let's talk about nudging. But what exactly is nudging? And how is it transforming the way organizations function? Nudges in the workplace are subtle and indirect interventions designed to influence employee behavior and decision-making positively. They leverage principles from behavioral economics and psychology to guide individuals toward making better choices without restricting their freedom. Here are six examples of nudges in the workplace. The first example relates to default enrollment in retirement plans. Instead of requiring employees to opt into retirement savings plans, organizations can make enrollment the default option. Employees are automatically enrolled but have the freedom to opt out if they choose. This nudge encourages retirement savings without coercion. The second example is about promoting healthy eating options. To encourage healthier eating choices, workplace cafeterias can prominently display nutritious food options and make them more accessible. By making the healthy choice the easier choice, employees are nudged toward better dietary decisions. The third example is about behavioral reminders for deadlines. 
Managers can send gentle reminders or set up calendar notifications to help employees stay on track with their tasks and meet deadlines. These reminders serve as nudges to keep employees organized and focused. The fourth example deals with incentivizing eco-friendly practices. Organizations can motivate employees to adopt eco-friendly behaviors like recycling or reducing energy consumption. By introducing incentives or recognition programs, employees are nudged to engage in sustainable practices. Example number five is about personalized learning paths. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach to training, HR departments can create personalized learning paths. These paths recommend specific courses or training based on an employee's job role and career goals, nudging them towards skill development aligned with their interests. The last example relates to encouraging peer recognition. Fostering a culture of appreciation and recognition among employees can be achieved through nudges. Companies can provide platforms for peer-to-peer -peer recognition, making it easy for employees to acknowledge and praise their colleagues' contributions. These examples demonstrate how nudges can subtly shape workplace behavior in a positive direction. By understanding employees' motivations and using nudging strategies effectively, organizations can improve employee engagement, productivity, and overall well-being while respecting individual autonomy. So how can we use behavioral nudging to improve ethics and culture in the organization? The traditional approaches to building company culture have been undergoing a long-overdue transformation. For years, the notion of company culture often revolved around employees forming personal friendships and engaging in somewhat therapeutic communication styles during team-building events. However, as observed within various organizations, these friendships alone do not significantly impact productivity or overall employee satisfaction. While it's certainly beneficial for employees to like their colleagues, Fostering personal friendships does little to shape a positive company culture. What truly defines a positive culture, affects the bottom line, and enhances employee satisfaction is how both leadership and employees behave in their day-to-day -day work. This encompasses their approach to addressing conflicts, making decisions, and solving problems collectively. Introducing a behavior science-based approach to designing and cultivating company culture can yield more substantial outcomes, ultimately boosting productivity and retaining employees. One such technique that can foster positive behavioral changes within a company is known as nudging. This approach aims to influence behavior not through strict demands or forced camaraderie, but by employing subtle signals that create subconscious shifts in behavior. Research has demonstrated that a series of small prompts or nudges can effectively guide individuals to act in their best interests within the workplace. Creative approaches to behavioral nudging have been observed to produce lasting positive changes.
However, there is no concrete evidence to suggest that opening up emotionally and sharing personal stories among colleagues significantly boosts productivity or guarantees greater workplace happiness. In fact, such practices can sometimes lead to uncomfortable situations when boundaries are crossed within the professional setting. In contrast, behavioral nudging adopts a different approach, one that is notably distinct from the emotionally driven push for collaboration. Over time, this approach has proven to be more effective in driving long-term changes in employee behavior. The concept of nudging gained prominence through the work of behavioral economist Richard Thaler and legal scholar Cass Sunstein, particularly with the release of their book Nudge, Improving Decisions About Health, Wealth, and Happiness in 2008. Although the idea of behavioral nudging had been discussed among academics and economists as far back as 1995, its application in the workplace, often characterized by approaches to team building, took some time to gain traction despite evidence of its effectiveness. Company culture is essentially defined by the behaviors exhibited during day-to-day -day business operations. How leaders can bring about positive changes in corporate behavior is rooted in behavioral science, particularly through nudging. Nudging aims to influence behavior without resorting to authoritarian directives or explicitly instructing individuals on what to do. Instead, it involves designing small experiments that subtly alter mindsets on a subconscious level. For instance, consider a practical application of behavioral nudging in an organization focused on social responsibility and employee well-being. The company noticed that employees were making unhealthy dietary choices, with an excess of soda consumption and frequent snacking on potato chips. Rather than imposing strict dietary rules upon employees while in the office, an approach likely to be met with resistance and inefficacy, the organization chose the path of behavioral nudging. They partnered with a health food company to provide nutritious lunch options at a reasonable price, skillfully negotiated for the company. Furthermore, the organization stocked the workplace with healthier snack and beverage alternatives, readily accessible to employees at no extra cost. No one was forced to follow the healthier options, but with the gentle nudge in that direction, behavior began to shift. A year later, the organization's employees had significantly adopted healthier habits. Crucially, the subconscious change remains, and the approach also respects employees' autonomy in making their choices. Considerations before implementing nudging promoting productivity and forging cohesive teams within an organization is a multifaceted endeavor. Leaders contemplating the use of behavioral nudging to positively influence employee behavior should take several factors into account before putting their plan into action. Leaders should begin by assessing the current behavior of their employees. What specific behaviors do they intend to modify through nudging, and what underlies these behaviors? Now let's look at the science behind nudging. 
Nudging is rooted in behavioral economics, a field that explores the psychological factors influencing decision-making. At its core, nudging leverages insights into human biases and heuristics, designing interventions that guide individuals towards choices aligned with their best interests and organizational goals. Unlike traditional top-down mandates or restrictive policies, nudging operates on the principle of preserving freedom of choice while gently tilting the decision scales in a preferred direction. Here are some key concepts and theories from behavioral economics that underpin the science behind nudging. First there is bounded rationality. Behavioral economics acknowledges that individuals have limited cognitive resources and cannot always make fully rational decisions. People tend to rely on mental shortcuts or heuristics to simplify complex decision-making processes. These heuristics can lead to systematic biases and deviations from purely rational choices. An example is for instance if you imagine a supermarket that strategically places high-margin products at eye level on shelves. Shoppers, often limited by time and attention, are more likely to choose these items because they are easily visible, even if cheaper alternatives exist on lower shelves. It also factors in loss aversion, meaning that people tend to weigh potential losses more heavily than equivalent gains. This means that individuals are often more motivated to avoid losses than to pursue gains of the same magnitude. Loss aversion is a fundamental concept that nudges can leverage to influence behavior. This can be used in the context of retirement savings, where a nudge can be as simple as framing the decision to contribute as avoiding a potential loss, missing out on future savings, rather than as a gain, increasing savings. Another phenomenon is the status quo bias. Many individuals exhibit a strong preference for maintaining the current state of affairs, even when better alternatives exist. This bias often leads to inertia in decision-making, making it challenging to motivate people to change their existing behaviors. For example, when employees are automatically enrolled in a workplace wellness program or benefits plan but have the option to opt out, the status quo bias works in favor of participation, increasing engagement. It also includes an element of choice architecture. Choice architecture refers to the way in which choices are presented to individuals. Behavioral economists recognize that the manner in which options are framed and organized can significantly impact the decisions people make. Nudges focus on optimizing choice architecture to guide individuals towards better decisions without restricting their freedom of choice. An example is for instance when a cafeteria places healthier food options at the front of the line and less healthy options at the end influences diners' choices without restricting their freedom to choose. An important underpinning are cognitive biases. Cognitive biases are systematic patterns of deviation from norm or rationality in judgment. For instance, confirmation bias, where people tend to seek out information that confirms their pre-existing beliefs, can influence decision-making. Nudges can be designed to counteract or mitigate these cognitive biases. 
An example may be when to counteract confirmation bias, a news website might use algorithms to recommend articles with diverse viewpoints, encouraging readers to consider alternative perspectives. Another phenomenon is hyperbolic discounting. This concept relates to the tendency for people to prefer smaller, more immediate rewards over larger, delayed rewards. Nudging can help individuals overcome this bias by framing choices in a way that highlights the long-term benefits of a decision. An example is for instance a credit card company offering a cashback reward for making on-time payments encourages cardholders to see the long-term benefit of responsible financial behavior. Furthermore, there are social norms. Human behavior is often influenced by social norms and the desire to conform to the behavior of others. Nudges can tap into social norms to encourage desirable behaviors by making them more socially acceptable or by providing information about what others are doing. This might be used by an energy company that includes a message in customer bills that compares the customer's energy usage to that of their neighbors, subtly encouraging energy conservation. Finally, there is the default effect. Nudges frequently make use of default options. Default effects occur when individuals tend to stick with the pre-selected option, even if it's possible to make an alternative choice. For example, in retirement savings plans, employees are often enrolled by default, but they can choose to opt out. This default enrollment significantly boosts participation rates. An example would be when setting up a new smartphone, users are often prompted to enable automatic software updates. Many opt to leave this option enabled, benefiting from improved security and performance. Commitment and consistency are also important factors. People have a natural inclination to align their behavior with their past actions and commitments. Nudges can leverage this inclination by encouraging individuals to make small initial commitments to a behavior, which can lead to greater consistency in the future. Take for example fitness apps that often encourage users to set small fitness goals and track their progress. Once users commit to these goals and see progress, they are more likely to maintain consistency in their exercise routines. These principles from behavioral economics provide the theoretical foundation for understanding how and why nudges work. By applying these concepts in real-world contexts, organizations can design nudges that subtly guide individuals towards making choices that benefit both themselves and the organization. Effective nudges are rooted in a deep understanding of human behavior and the biases that shape decision-making.